0: Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. How do you feel about sharing the gospel? Does it make your heart race? Is that because you're overflowing with excitement or dread? Hey Anchor Daily Crew, this is Sarah Landon, and today we're reflecting on what we've read in Acts 5, verses 17-42. through 42. Oh, you didn't read it yet today? That's cool. Just hit pause, go read it, and join us when you're done. Trust me, it's worth it. Okay, let's do a quick review of what we see in the text. Yesterday, Dave took us through what happened with Ananias and Sapphira, and ended with the many signs and wonders the apostles were doing in and around Jerusalem. Today's text picks up as the Sadducees are fed up with the apostles and chuck them into prison. Here's a little review on the Sadducees. They were essentially Jewish aristocrats, who held power through their wealth and political sway. According to one theologian, The Sadducees ran the sacrificial system like an extensive organized crime network in the temple, not unlike a quasi-religious mafia. You know, that sacrificial system where Jesus flipped a few tables over? Yeah, that one. They also had a high council that tried people for religious offenses, like, oh, for example, Jesus, and now his friends, the Apostles. Let's also review the commission Jesus gave his people before he pulled a rocketeer and blasted into heaven. In Acts 1.8, Jesus says to his apostles, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Maybe you'll remember how Pastor Jason was teaching on that passage and pointed out there were three areas Jesus assigns to them—Jerusalem, where they will be hated Judea and Samaria, the people they despise, and to the end of the earth. If Jerusalem is where they will be hated, this council of the Sadducees is the epicenter of that hate. So, the Sadducees wield their power by chucking the apostles in prison. God counters their move by releasing the apostles from prison. And where do they go? They go right into the heart of the Sadducees' territory. Teaching in the temple. The dignified Sadducees then assemble, call forth their prisoners, only to find an empty cell. They then ask, pretty please, if the apostles might come before them, and they do. Up until this point, the apostles have shared the gospel with the multitudes gathered in Jerusalem for Pentecost. They have shared the gospel with the poor, the sick, and wounded, and now, They've been indicted by the high priest because, as he says, they have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. I think the apostles would agree, guilty as charged, with smiling faces. I love the way Peter responds to this indictment. He not only addresses the high priest's charge, but as a true subversive, he kind of throws it right back at him continuing to share the good news with the very people who are trying to suppress it. Let's look at the response from verses 29-32. through Listen to how they share the gospel, including Jesus' death, resurrection, the forgiveness of sins, and the Holy Spirit. We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus— whom you killed by hanging him on a tree, God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. They just shared the gospel in the most hostile environment in their day through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can too. Well, we can't share it with the Sadducees, But we can share it wherever we are, empowered by the Spirit, yielding to God's call to share His good news. Is it out of my comfort zone? Um, yes. Is it something to do in my own strength? No. Am I called to do it anyway? Yep. Would it help to practice with people who are not scary? Probably. Do I need to be willing to do it in the first place, though? Absolutely. Anchored Daily Friends, let us be willing to share the gospel, wherever we are. Let's not even limit sharing the gospel with unbelievers. Let's share it with our fellow Christians. Let's share it with those closest to us. Let's have it on our lips so often that it's a part of our regular vocabulary. That like Sam I am and his green eggs and ham, we would share it in a house, and we would share it with our spouse we would share it here or there that we would share it anywhere before we share it anyway let us take now some time to pray jesus you call us to share your good news the people around us desperately need it our country needs it our community needs it our family needs it holy spirit equip us and prepare us and give us courage to share and eyes to see who to share it with. Help us to know what to say and when to stop. Help us to see the work you're doing in our lives and give us a heart that wants to share the way you've changed us. All of this is for you. It's through you and by you. Let me be a way you grow your kingdom today. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.